to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, here in North Texas, uh, drinking with two of my favorite dudes on the planet, Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you, buddy? What's up, Brian? How are you doing today? Dandy, because I'm drinking with you. And Willem in Tulsa. Willem, how are you doing this fine March Eve? Yo, what up, Brian? (laughs) I'm doing well. I would ask how you're doing, but Frank already asked. Yeah, Frank beat you to the punch, and I brushed it off casually. Um, I will say I am doing pretty fine this evening. Um, I am drinking a Gary Hazy IPA from St. Elmo Ooh, Beer. This you know what I have in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. I'm. You have Steel Reserve Strawberry Daiquiri that I'm sure you haven't consumed yet. You'd be wrong. I took that on a walk the other day. Why? Did you throw it at well, somebody? No, 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 no. I was like, oh, it's about, you know, I don't know. I was going on like a five mile walk and it was hot as shit. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me have a beer. Then I cracked it open and saw it was 10% because it's not prominently displayed on that bottle, like on that thing. Well, actually, can is the word you're looking for. And yeah, it is. No, no, no. So hold on. Let me, let me, they, they, they have so much going on on that can that they do <laughs> that, that when you're looking for the ABV, it's like it's white hidden inside of like this white outline, black outline. Like, oh, there's so much going on. So I just grabbed it and I was like, OK, it's surely it's like some sort of a mocktail thing, maybe five, six percent. No, it's ten. Um, so I, I drank half of it. And in, in, in full fairness, I threw the other half in an empty trash can. It, it's terrible. I can't. It's so sweet. You got to feed the rest of the birds and stuff, you know, give back to the environment. You know, kill, the birds be the entire fire ant pile. <laughs> <laughs> the avian species hasn't experienced diabetes quite to the level of humans, so we need to make sure we pass it on to them. Yeah, and there's two of them in there. I don't know. I would suggest pouring it over ice and maybe sharing it with like a dozen friends. I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe it lose might, shots. Might in the tra- I, I did have one of the the seltzers too those those were pretty good yeah the lover boy those are those are tits yeah. i enjoy those uh i ended up sharing quite a few of them with neighbors because they decided that i think it was uh oscar night oh it's going to be spent at our house and uh, hmm. i was not prepared for that many people well congratulations <laughs> uh you get to host things that's good yep. everybody loves a surprise hosting gig so are you sipping on wine wine this evening? I am. Uh, I will be pulling out a Gary. My wife uh, had a rough day, so I got her um, one of the petite Syrahs that I bought this weekend by Misha mm. um, Estates. So uh, a little bit on the price. I think this was one of the more expensive wines that... That was one that uh, sells. that y'all, y'all opened up for us when we went out to the old warehouse. You had the Grenache. Oh, we had the Grenache? Yeah. That one was fucking amazing. (laughs) Still fucking amazing, yeah. Um, So this is the the sort of the sister of that one. It's just Petite Syrah instead of Grenache. Really good. Um, 
like I said, it's a, it's a little bit pricier. I think it's right around $47 a bottle or so, um, but quite tasty. Um, highly recommend. Willem, what are you drinking? You look like you were double fisting at one point, Willem. Yeah, it's yeah. Bangers with Mash. He, he actually shut, just shut he up. bought. <laughs> shut it. We weren't recording the Bangers and Mash conversation. Yeah. Willem. Bangers and Sausage listeners. Yeah. Um, uh, Irish Sausage. Brian, what makes Irish sauce? You know, we'll get into it after you're Brian off tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) I'm drinking just one single beer right now, and I'll probably have another one after this. Marshall Dunkel. Have you guys had that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think actually they had that on tap. Shut it. No, Uh, don't let him finish the sale. White Barn. God damn it. Five cent beer night. I think I had several of those. Uh, (laughs) I'm having it out of the can, obviously, because I don't have a. You know. I thought I thought I saw a rocks glass you sipping out of earlier, so I didn't. Uh, I thought you were like it did look it did look like that when he raised it. No, but I have some uh, I have some wrecks on that if you uh, if you're interested for the rocks glass, like not not for the glass itself, but what to put in the glass. Oh, recommendations. Okay. Recommendations. Yeah. Villem's speaking like. But let me just talk about my beer first. Oh, like, you guys are getting ahead of me. Uh, the Dunkel out of the can. It's a little flat, weirdly, but also still kind of carbonated. I don't know. Um, it's much better fresh on tap, which you can get at the Marshall Tap Room. So wait, Marshall, you said it was in a. You said you were drinking from the can, and you held up a pint glass, and I was very confused whether we were pulling, well, yeah, sorry, not pulling one over on the listeners here. I was like, yeah, we're getting their ass. Uh, <laughs> so you're. I didn't know that Marshall canned. How long have they been canning beer? Ah. Uh, Oh, you mean as opposed to bottles? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. It's They definitely weren't canning mm. for a while. I don't know how long it's been now. Because they were kind of like the old guard of Tulsa breweries that were still bottling. Yeah. Yeah, no, they... And I, if you ever open a can of beer and it kind of like just... It just doesn't... It's not right. You know, it's not like a... Tss, it's like a... Yeah, you hear the you hear the aluminum like liner, yeah. the plastic liner, and the aluminum separating. Yeah, and it's just like you don't get the nice tss and everything. Something like that was happening with. I don't think it's. Are they twelve ounce cans? Yeah, just normal six pack. Yeah. Are the other cans? Can you like before you open them? Can you squeeze them? I didn't check. They're probably a little, you know, a little soft. A little soft. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's fine. It's not. I, and I'm not trying to rip on them. It tastes good. It's just not. Well, I'm about to rip somebody in later on in this episode. So just tune in. A little teaser for you. Uh, you just open enough cans in your life. You know. You, you know. know. What it's supposed to open like. You know. Villem's like, I'm no can expert, but sit down and let me welcome to my TED talk about how to open up cans. <laughs> no, uh, the reason I ask about canning, you know, how long they've been canning and it, like, cause if you've had, if this is not a wonderful experience, they may be relatively new to the canning process or they could be using a mobile canner, um, which have been known to like at the beginning and ends of, of oh. packaging have some carbonation issues, but okay. Uh, I most of that's you know if they're using a mobile canner it's not on Marshall um, right and like I said the beer is good it's not it's not like it's been sitting in that fridge for a while it's not old or anything I'm sure it got canned within the last few weeks or yeah less than that even yeah but it's kind of it's kind of a bummer uh it, like when you open it and you're like ah it's gonna this is not gonna be peak uh, right but it is interesting to note like what carbonation does to beer like how it changes the flavor and affects like aroma especially yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I, you probably would be better at studying that than me, honestly. Villain's <laughs> like, it drank pretty good. I don't know. It's getting the job done. It's got it's a head funny. on it. The thing it's- is, like, I don't know how what a dunkel is supposed to be versus not. Um, is it just a straight dunkel or is it a dunkel vice? Oh God, I think it's a dunkel vice actually. Okay. Yeah, the one the one was made famous by uh, Michael Jordan. I'm 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 just blatantly giving you the finger right now, Frank. <laughs> I was I was scratching my nose and I was like, let's just turn it into the bird here. Uh, when you stick your thumb out, it's an offer, you know. Oh well, I I, I still injured, so it just kind of hangs out sometimes. I y'all, I've had to been I've, I've been wearing a bandaid on my thumb for the last like uh, what did I cut my thumb a month ago at this oh, point? Oh God! Um, you the, gotta let that thing breathe, dude. It's never gonna heal. Yeah, well, let me explain how it is healing. Um, so for about two and a half, three weeks, like after I left Austin, actually, uh, when the glue finally came off my thumb completely, um, I realized that the cap that I had cut off of my thumb that was hanging by like eh, like 40% skin um, was healed like kind of onto the, th- the rest of the thumb. And then I was getting a scab, but I had a little overhang of skin that was over the top of the I don't know how it was like a mushroom cap of skin on top of my thumb and it was getting caught on things oh god it woke me up in the middle of the night when I got it caught on my comforter and at that point I was like fuck this noise I'm putting a band-aid on it because it made my butthole like pucker so yeah yeah. I'm sorry yeah that sounds very painful like burning but see here's the deal I told people this the whole time this whole experience the thumb itself Never hurt. I used a sharp knife, and the bleeding was just kind of creepy and weird. But the whole time, the pain that I felt was in my butthole because I knew no. that there's like a flap of skin just hanging off, and I'm like, ah, you're just tense the entire time. That's the biggest pain. So yeah, yeah, it ends up. Uh, just a quick correction on the beer. It's just a Dunkel hmm. Munich style dark lager. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Munich style. So, um, Frank, real quick. The fuck was that? Mm. Sorry. There's some like alien noise just came out of my house. I'm probably going to go check uh, on that uh, in a bit. Probably a pretty massive wind that just burst through because we're getting them right now here. Yeah, I, was, I thought we were going to have to cancel this evening because they're supposed to get some pretty bad storms. And, uh, we're getting some too, yeah. This is, uh, yeah, it's fun times living in central United States. Rock on, bitches. Drink <laughs> Um, I don't know what I was going to say, but it was probably going to be very important. And yeah, it's just no, lost. It normally is. It's, we should probably just, pause the cast for a minute while yeah. you think about it. Let me. Um, <laughs> so, the uh, I'm about to go get a Kent. A, a Kent by St. Elmo's. Oh, okay. Which is an English Pilsner. And what? I'd like to know what makes something an English Pilsner. Nothing. It's not a style. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I literally I walked up to the bar and I was like, "What's an English pilsner?" And the guy goes, "Oh man, our brewer just left for the day." <laughs> like, okay, Whatever okay. he, the guy who, the person responding was the brewer, and they were like, "Fuck anything he was saying, he's gonna ask." Wait, well, definitely so, not the brewer. Kent, the person responding had Kent, whatever. English. It's just called Kent. Yeah, I was gonna say it's okay, probably let me, used. Let me go grab it. We can go talk grab about it. it. I'll okay. I'll look up what the fuck this is. So, uh, what the shit? Yeah, there is no, there's not a, there's no English style Pilsner. 
No. I just um, finished off a six of Pilsner or Kel, though. Uh, Very good. Oh, do you not like Pilsner or Kel? No, I do. Um, it is one of those beers that, like, I, I don't have it very often because it is a, it's on basically every Cicerone exam and, like, study guide and, like, tasting that I've ever been a part of. You get tired of it. You kind of get tired of it because uh it is the like a prime example of diacetyl in beer. Diacetyl is an off flavor, and oh, okay. when you taste enough off flavors, you're just like, I don't want any, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> but it, on purpose, I'm assuming. Um, it's it's acceptable in that beer, um, and really only in that in a Czech style lager. That's the only style that it's really acceptable in. I guess some English styles of beer as well, um, just based on the yeast that's used in both of those beers. Um, it's great beer. Great yeah, beer. it's it's fantastic. Um, the uh, I would be willing to bet that that is going to be present in Frank's beer that he has from Saint Olaf flavor. Yeah, so I, but in like an acceptable way. Right. right. I miss uh, misidentified it. They call it a British Pilsner. Uh, it changes everything, Frank. Why didn't you tell us that? I sound like a real asshole now. Everybody yeah. knows. Make a bunch of shit. British Pilsner is such a thing. Synonymous with English, but not quite. Um, let's see. Very serially. Uh huh. I imagine so. I mean, it looks like a Pilsner. I would assume. Yeah, honestly, if it were a little colder. You might mistake it for. Uh... Oh, you're not going to mistake it, but it is. It is quite similar, not quite as light as Peroni. Okay, I was going to say. Well, uh, Villem and I were talking about uh, his 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 uh, recent foray into Pilsner Urquell, and how diacetyl is acceptable in that style, and I was talking about how it's also acceptable in some. English styles, uh, lighter yeah. English styles of beer. And I, that's why I said I bet it would be present in the beer that you're drinking. Um, but it's funny that you bring up Peroni because they're cousins to Pilsner Kell. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. you're, pro you're probably getting... So uh, Kent, does it say what hops are used in it, in the beer that you're drinking? Uh, you know, it, it, is, it is a little hoppier than normal Pilsners, yeah. What, does it have a listing of what hops are used in it? I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, well, does it tell you? Yeah, Sorry. I'm no, assuming East Kent Golding. Could you, could you identify them. Um, no, it doesn't. This is their limited release uh, label, so, so it's just like a general write-on label. Ah, uh, I see. Um, oh, it's like so, a, they they no. crowlered it up. Well, they they canned it, but they have a special. Uh, I, I, I'm sure maybe they made like 300 cans total. They made three. Frank, I'm looking at it right now. I have four of them. You have four. Um, <laughs> you made one up, you lying some bitch. No, great beer. I would hope it becomes a, a mainstay. I, I also like their new pills, which is Ooh. the one that you had. Yes. I'm not sure that this is better than new pills. I would. So I would. I like what they're doing though. They're going into summer trying to freshen up their lineup. They've got a Bach coming. They've got some Pilsners. Well, they did no. that American Bach, which is pretty good. Oh, and it's great. It, it looks like it's a mainstay because um, they, they actually have a label for the cans now. So Dope. Um, yeah, I think that one's going to be maining, maintaining. And then um, the new pills is definitely going to stay. 
the British Pilsner. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't think it's as good seen. as the new Pilsner. You know how the new Pils has like that hop Bite. dryness? Yeah. This one does not have that. Uh, that, I think that new that pills that one unique. That new pills tasted like fresh Peroni, but like really, really, really fresh. It yeah. was very. I, I liked that beer a lot. This one's not bad. Yeah. It's good on us now, though. Like they don't make bad beer. No. I, um. Yeah, I am bummed. This is my last beer from them. So, a little, little bummed. A little bummed. Um, I did snag one of those. Um, we can we can figure out a trade though. I can send you some, and you can. I, I, I don't want to send some trillium down. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to ask for celestial. I can, mm. I can, I can make that happen. Uh, I don't know about trillium. Uh, you know what I can't oh, make happen? All right. Celestials. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know what I can't make happen is get you any armadillo ale works beers. I heard. Yeah. I'm really so what, bummed what, about What's that. the case there? Did they just, they didn't pick back up after COVID or um, I know that they were having some problems. They were having some financial issues during COVID. Uh, they had to take out some pretty large loans. Uh, um, and then those didn't get, I don't know if those didn't get paid back in time or if, I don't know. I've, I've heard several rumors. I've heard that I've heard that they're, you know, like other places here in DFW, the rent has gone up on their facility and they can't make those payments. I think that is probably more to do with armadillo. It's probably, that might've probably been kind of the last one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, three big ones shut down in the last like three months here in DFW, uh, brain dead brewing shut down or, yeah. Yeah. Brain which you uh you, Mrs. Frank, and myself went to uh you know, a couple years ago. And it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was over there in um Deep Ellum. Deep Ellum. And I think the problem with that place was always scale. Well and theirs was theirs was rent as well. Because well, rent for sure, rent for sure. But if 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 they were selling enough, they could have also moved, right? Like, well, they they weren't distributing outside of themselves. They were selling all this. It was a brew pub, essentially. That's what that's what I'm saying. Their oh, scale yeah, yeah. just did not lend themselves to having a fallback plan. Yeah, right? like yeah, they were kind of betting the house on one specific model, kind of like Pine House. Pine House just got lucky. Um, brew, brew pubs. I mean, North by Northwest over here. Brian can attest to it. Had great beer. Yeah, um, you just can't scale in a brew pub. It's your problem is the amount of money it costs to build out a decent enough restaurant and putting food a, on the table in a popular area. In a popular area, while you're still needing to maintain brew equipment, still needing to source those ingredients. It's it's brew pubs are a hot mess, and that's why Pine, uh, Pine House has removed the brewing component and put it in a new company like. Pine House Brewing is separate from Pine House Pizza now. They don't even brew in the pizza houses anymore. Yep. Because it's a fucking mess. It, it's honestly a mess. Brew pubs are a mess. <laughs> well, uh, I have a good friend who is starting up his own bar restaurant um, in South Dallas. And yep. he was going to go with the brew pub model. And while the brewery, uh, I think it's like a five barrel or one barrel, it's a very small brewery, um, will serve the beers there at the restaurant 
it is it too is associated separately from the uh, the restaurant. It's in the same physical building, uh, but it is separated separately. Separate, separate everything. Yes. Yeah, because at some yeah, point, because if, you can, if if in the end you shut down the brewing component, you still it's have, not working. You still have the rest of it. Yep. Um, and he's actually doing a really cool thing uh, where he's hiring people from the neighborhood um, and focusing on local ingredients made from, you know, grown in Dallas, uh, made right. by people who live in Dallas, live in the neighborhood. So his goal is to not gentrify an area based on how how uh, the rent goes and uh, paying living, wa- living wages. And the other thing, I'm hopefully, hopefully this comes through, uh, he's building in uh, basically not in, not encouraging tipping but building in the wages that his staff needs yeah. uh, into the price of the goods that they're selling and not having individual wait staff at every goddamn table uh mm-hmm. but having management run food handle drink orders and uh that way their people can actually work without being ostracized chastised and be made like fucking feel less than Anyway, yeah. he's got a lot of cool shit, and up to and including, uh, not tabbing or not not creating a tab, but literally just charging individual drinks, uh, like as you order them, um, because there's no tipping included. Just order the drink, close out the tab, and you have an eight dollar charge or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, that way, people feel encouraged to actually order stuff rather than be like, "Oh, yeah, I want to open a tab," and then never fucking actually order anything. So. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I think the um, the one thing that always is perplexing to me is like you have these large places that instead of converting to some version of like a 21st century model where you have a hybrid approach to running food, you know, they all want a waiter for a table or a section. It's like, guys, just put a fucking app out there. Let me order. I'll tell you what table I'm at. And then all you guys are doing is running the food from the kitchen to the table, the drinks from the kitchen to the table, from the bar to the table, whatever. It has always made a shit ton more sense to me than like, and I understand you need to greet the people that, that, that are there, you know, when you bring them their food, you can still be personable. Right. But the act of writing shit on a fucking notepad and entering it into a POS is so yesterday. It's antiquated as fuck. It's just a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time. So now instead of hiring like, personalities who don't want to do all that work you know you're stuck with just i don't know it always made more sense to me to just have like an app and then let me order and well and the way he looks at it too like if owners or managers are talking to the or they're the face of the company like they have the most to gain by speaking properly about the organization about the the service that they're offering and be the face of customer service when there is a problem that arises Rather than let me speak to your manager and trying to big dog somebody, you're like, bitch, I am the bitch at me. Yeah. Uh, my God, I like at times. At times are changing, and the more people like understand that and catch up to it, like the the better off we'll be as society. Much like the price of hot and readies over yep. at Little Caesars, Villem. I know that's uh, that's something that you're running on in 2024. Um, part of your platform is uh, make bring, bring pe- back the five dollar hot and ready. Yeah. yeah, make make hot and ready's five dollars again. Can you, believe, can you believe what Joe Biden has done? Yeah, <laughs> thanks Obama. Wait, are we still saying that? Or are we not? Biden did that. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> ladies and gentlemen at home, villain pointed at the camera. Like, you know, he, did the, he did the finger point thing. <laughs> you know, uh, so, did you guys see that, though? Do you, do you keep up with Little Caesars? <laughs> no, villain, I don't keep up. Last time, sort of God, the last time I handled Little Caesars was when Parker shoved it in Frank's back, like, uh, luggage. And that was like oh, nine that was, years ago. It <laughs> was probably ten years, almost. To Frank's the so a little salty about that shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, that suitcase still has a funk to it. Well, I can't imagine. What's the story? Oh, wait, let's finish that. So, yeah. the hot and ready, the famous five dollar hot and ready, uh, world renowned hot and five dollar, <laughs> world <laughs> Oklahoma renowned. No, yeah, but we went to when we first toured. Uh, OSU to see if Frank wanted to attend. That was our first time hitting up a Little Caesars, and we loved that shit. It was good. It's good, yeah. Crazy bread and some fucking marinara. Shit's great. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) it's always been five bucks. Five dollar hot and ready. Here we are, twenty (laughs) twenty two. Well, five ninety nine now. Let's let's be fair. Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. We passed the billboard today, and actually, my wife goes, "That'd be good NBLV content." So here we are. So five dollar hot and ready used to include a Hawaiian pizza. Up until like five years ago, they took the oh, Hawaiian off the five dollar hot and ready. But yeah, here's the problem: they, they've all, they've been they've been uh, what do you call it? Uh, shrinking the value in in yeah. this promotion we for are, quite some time. Um, advertising thirty three percent more pepperoni, though. <laughs> Well, that's a that's a steal at twice the price. Keep the pepperoni. <laughs> Keep the pepperoni. Yeah. You can see where it's masked over the five dollars and it says five ninety nine. It didn't have enough like, like sheen cut my eye. As if it didn't have enough pool of fat, just like in there. No. That is flavor. I don't think anybody's ever had a Little Caesars pepperoni pizza and gone. Damn, I wish they put more of their pepperoni yeah, on. I wish, I wish there was a third more pepperoni on here. <laughs> no. Also, who's, who's keeping the quality control on that? Ugh. You know, like, uh, John, John, that's 31.5%. We promised him 30 can we? Can we just also address the fact that they have a fucking Batman hot and ready, which is simply folding over corners of a round pizza to make a bat signal? <laughs> What they the fuck is that. that? They do have that. And also, if you currently search Little Caesars on Twitter, you see a black lady beating the shit out of a white girl. And now I'm distracted from this podcast. <laughs> she is just beating the living daylights out of Twitter. Right, you said over on Twitter, look up. Yeah, I just, it, was on, like, it was the photo for a location for a certain Little Caesars. Oh boy, I was trying to find the actual. Are you serious? You, saw, you showed that. There it is. Oh, I did. Yeah. Little Caesar fight, baby. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get drug out of a store by their hair and have no control over themselves. <laughs> this lady's like a fucking cabbage patch doll, baby. Oh god. This is ridiculous. Searching uh, Little Caesars on Twitter is an adventure. To yeah, I, I got to be honest. Our Twitters are not the same, Frank. No. I don't have the same one. I'll just send this to you. This this made me laugh. So great. <laughs> so great. Oh, man. Are you sending that to them? Yeah, I'm just going to share it. How about this one, guys? 
Three feet of cheese. Oh no! Be right back, Governor Little Caesars. Oh feet. no, Brian, tell the listener what we're looking at. Ah, uh, that is that is a nine dollars stuffed crust fleshlight from Little Caesars. Which I gotta be Stuff honest, three feet of cheese. Jesus That's goodness. disgusting. I don't like that at all. Have y'all seen the guy? He, he lives he lives in Austin and he makes disgusting fleshlights. Uh oh, like the the owner of the company, you mean? No, 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 no. No, no. This person oh. is not affiliated with Fleshlight in <laughs> any way. Not that guy. Uh but I mean like I'm talking disgusting fleshlights. God, I don't want to see that. Yeah, you don't. But that I mean the cheesy bread shouldn't also look like a fleshlight. Scroll up. Scroll up. What is that? What is happening? It's like cheesy bread docking is what's happening here. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yes, it's as good as it looks. Who, whoever asked for this? No yes, one. Please. No one. Did we they say cheese and thank you? Oh. <laughs> No one ever asked for their plastic for their cheese to stretch like melted plastic. No, but yet we like that's how we judge quality in fucking like un un. uh, What do you call when you cut a burger in half? It's not an unboxing to get that cheese spread, but what's it called? Like it's got to be an un unhappening. I'm sorry. I'm watching this lady literally get dragged out of Little Caesars. (laughs) What's wild is the Little Caesars employee. The Little Caesars employee opens the door. And he's like, yeah, go Can ahead. Can you take this outside? Oh, go she's ahead, actively yeah. taking it outside. Yeah, go ahead. Again. And he's oh. like looking up like, I, 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 he was like, I came in to complain about the five ninety nine hot and ready, uh, but oh this lady's God. getting stomped. <laughs> she just, that lady is getting her ass. Actually, what's funny imagine, is. Okay, but hold on. Imagine, oh, imagine no. like absolutely pissing someone off so much that. You are getting drug out. Oh my God. Hair. She lost a Birkenstock in the foray. <laughs> like, well, she, uh, I mean, listen. <laughs> she had no chance to stand up. That's no. the part that I don't even understand. She, she had several chances. Now, she has punched this, uh, this other lady in the vagina a couple times and is now trying to put her foot. Where the sun don't she shine. Has to curb her, huh? Like straight up. Well, she yeah. she has like this padded chungla thing on, like her feet. Like I, I don't think that's gonna do a lot of damage, but it's more of a you know I'm here and I'm I'm demonstrating my authority over you. Jesus, she's like bleeding from the mouth, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a pre-existing condition. She was white trash. She came in that way. That's true. That's she, so, hey, and also I just want to say like the root job. You can see her roots are just that's a terrible die job. What'd you say, Willem? You got to stop fighting back at some point. I mean, Jesus, right? Well, yeah, go. It's like being attacked by a grizzly bear. You really just want to go limp at one point and just let it happen. Hits her in the back of the head multiple times. You can straight up kill someone. Well, so, so, okay, now. Wh- the thing, the thing about it is, right? That is that a pinball no... game over in the corner? Probably. I'm concerned now. Oh, this yeah, is... it is. It is. Little Caesars has a... That's like a... terrible. That's the Back most the disgusting day. thing I've seen in this video. <laughs> oh. 
they, they, uh, yeah, the Rush Limbaugh. Um, <laughs> that's a Rush Limbaugh take right there. <laughs> the most disgusting thing in that whole video well, was the fact that there was a pinball machine no, unplugged. The in Rush, the, the Rush Limbaugh take would be severely racist. <laughs> and yeah. that's, no, no, the, that's I, okay, the joke. Aside, aside from the- <laughs> that's the that's no. the joke there. Rush um, Limbaugh take is deceased. Hey, damn it. My soundboard is asleep. Hold on. Yeah. So say, say it again. The Rush Limbaugh take is. <laughs> I hit it early, but that's Years. funny. You thing. did. You did. It's the funny part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Casualty. Um, Finish. <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> that video, obviously no context, right? So could very well be the white lady was just standing there talking about some crazy bread. Okay, no, there's a certain level of ass beating that happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. I'm going to be I, honest I was, with you. That... Say, re, the, hold on. Let me finish the statement. Sorry. Sorry. Based, based on the video, though, I can tell you that lady was probably acting completely fucking insane yeah and then this other lady was like don't do it don't do it you're yeah. smaller you're smaller and then just decided because the fact of the matter is is whoever's recording it is mid-fight okay this lady's you start watching it she's on the ground getting her ass beat mm-hmm. so whatever escalated escalated no one thought it was going to happen, and then fucking yeah, haymaker started getting blow thrown down. She probably has never actually gotten her ass beat. <laughs> no, definitely not. Around, running her mouth, probably like slapped the wrong person, and just got fucking ruined for it. Owned, yeah. So that was funny. Um, okay, so five ninety nine hot and ready for this started. So if you want a free ninety nine hot and ready, go oh. to a Little Caesars at eh, closing time. They put them out back on the trash cans for homeless people. That's a free hot and ready. Yeah, that's that's a free hot oh, and ready. Oh, yeah. it's a free 99. I thought you said three ninety nine. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Free, that's I'm doing that's a free. And a free if you want 20% yeah. off a of hot and ready, use the code NBLB22 <laughs> at littlecaesars.com. To, to get nothing yeah. at all. <laughs> you actually use it at the counter so they look at you funny. Yeah. You should, yeah. You should, I, I, as you, you hand them. You have to say it. You just go NBLB twenty two. And when they yeah, when they read you your total, you just wink at them and go NBLB twenty two. Send give me. F- give them finger guns. Oh. No, we could do like the Co- the Coney twenty twenty or whatever, right? <laughs> Coney twenty twelve. Yeah, we could just flip flip that around, mm-hmm. right? And just say, just if you go to the, if you go to Little Caesars and you look them in the eye and you say NBLB twenty two, they'll hook you up. 22% off. And well, they'll actually guys. fund the child army in North Africa. Oh, uh, it's, <laughs> it works different now. <laughs> kind of depressing. You, that was 10 years ago already. Not, yeah. not even just that. Imagine doing zero research. <laughs> <laughs> Starting an internet GoFundMe campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he had all the t-shirts. Do you, I was going to say, do y'all still have your t-shirt? Because I we do. We never into it. No, I, I did. Um, yeah, <laughs> you have might have been a mistake. I knew plenty of people bought the whole box, had like pencil uh, erasers and shit, and like. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I got to be real. I think it might have gotten thrown away last move. Uh, probably, should, probably, probably best. I, I really but it was best. one of those like, 
embarrassment throwaways. Like now we're far enough removed from it where it's like, you know, worse shit has happened in the world. And you're just like, well, that was the time, right guys? (laughs) Fun child soldier. Yeah. Fun, fun child. Remember, let's all give money to this crazy asshole in Southern California who no joke, Avery, like Mrs. Brian, the entire time that I'm talking about this, she's like, I don't trust it. This dude's fucking shady. I get my Coney 2012 box in and I'm like, cool. Fucking got the bright red ass shirt and bumper stickers and everything. And she's like, I don't trust him. And no, like I, one wash of that shirt. And Mrs. Brian sends me a fucking link to the man who started the campaign masturbating on the streets of LA. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Meltdown. <laughs> so not even just that. How, 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 close, how close were you? The unraveling to, of a man. How close were you to putting that bumper sticker on your car? Never. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, don't do, I don't do bumper stickers. Either. I, don't know I um, do. Well, probably. I have two on there right now. I have the, <laughs> I have the, I do it, I do it for the gram, obviously, and then I have my Chelsea football sticker on there. Oh, fair enough. One of those uh, is real. Yeah. I'll let you know which one it is. I'll do, um, I'll do corgi things. You we know. have a magnet. Yeah. Uh, well, magnet. Okay, so, so, like okay, when everybody goes and says we're not doing bumper stickers, what you mean is we do our selective bumper yeah. stickers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't just do a random. Get a rise out of people driving behind us well, we because, well, I don't know about Chelsea actually. Did you, did, villain? Did you More. ever get your uh, Tulsa magnet back for me? No, I don't. My Frank's, dog thinks Tulsa. Frank sold that car. Sorry. See, that's the thing about magnets is eventually we lose them. Yeah, they do. They do come off. But the car still looks good. You know, that's the best. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And people know that we love our corgi. So, um, people know that I stand for the pledge. <laughs> I, oh, <okay>. God. <laughs> the, did y'all, I sent that picture to y'all. It's literally, it's a Lincoln continental and across the back window. It's like, I stand for the pledge. And then their yeah. fucking license plate is a disabled license plate. <laughs> it's oh, a handicap. So I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe, which I heard the best thing ever. And I, I'm sure. I'm sure y'all have heard this before, but it just made me fucking laugh hysterically today. Anytime you see a wheelchair sitting empty, you look at it and you just go, hope it was a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And you're just like, yeah, it's good. I get that. That's pretty good. Um, so I was going to, I have three of these that I'm looking uh for opportunities for um, <laughs> yeah. fun, uh, like someone has a don't tread on me i want to put this tread on me daddy <laughs> sticker over it and see if they i mean notice. see if they notice hold on so is the, <laughs> he's what is the snake gag. doing oh the oh snake has a ball gag and a leash did you buy that in texas is that what you were saying you had a, a no, a delicious gin. Okay, no, sorry. Yeah, that's a different. Okay, anyway, that I was the bumper sticker thing. You were uh, thinking of Deep Eddie. <laughs> deep, <laughs> not Deep Eddie. Very uh, obscure underground underground vodka, Deep Eddie. Uh, no, so this this company, I went to this liquor store. What is the name of it? Total Wine. 
little hole in the wall like your <laughs> the fucking the Costco of liquor stores this hole in the wall I went to this little liquor store Katie off screen took a wine hole little in hole the wall, wall liquor store no uh, I needed some beer and uh they were doing some sort of yellow tag something. I don't know. You guys probably know. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's all oh, Spears Direct. Yeah, and so they got their vendors, you know, and it's like a freaking gauntlet. You, like, you walk in, it's like pitch, pitch, pitch. You know, try this sample. Try. I'm like, I gotta fucking drive. Um, but the first Where? guy caught me. Tell Brian my experience was there. She couldn't try anything. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were expecting. Oh, uh, yeah. Twitter. Uh, I was gonna play the reggae horn, but you can't say quitter and then yeah. <laughs> with the reggae horn. <laughs> okay, but did you hear me that we're expecting a child? Oh, I did hear you, and then Frank. But yeah, no. Yeah, congratulations. But, okay, so, uh, anyway, so the I'm first the guy, right. the first guy, he's selling gin. And I've been kind of liking martinis, you know? So I tried some of his gin, and it's called Fox and Seeker. And it is out of, I think it's, oh, it's out of Houston, not uh, Houston. Mm-hmm. It, it'll never make it. <clears throat> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, uh, just but their whole thing, he said uh, that their distiller went to, uh, like, Europe and stuff where the, Ireland, you know, like where they, where some of the bigger distilleries are and all that. And I don't know if you guys know this, but gin is like usually comes from like a whiskey distillery that, but like earlier in the process or whatever. <laughs> I no, have uh, heard, I have heard tale of that. <laughs> no, but isn't it like, uh, yeah, they, they'll distill it from the grain, but then, uh, it depends on the kind you can make gin out of vodka too, Yeah, but they're in different processes of it's the same I mean, they, different stages of the same process. They make the alcohol. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you just yeah. need to make There's a clear, like, clear, a clear flavorless liquor, and then yeah. that you add spirit. Uh, and usually, Europe, Europeans yeah. use uh, column stills where they can add those flavorings that you uh, are synonymous with gin. Whereas in right. America, they use like copper, like bastardized pot stills uh, for bourbon and shit. So. Oh. Uh, uh, American distilleries, some of them like uh, Iron Root in Sherman, Texas, have uh, a column still that they do gin, and their gin is fucking delicious. So yeah, I don't, so I don't, I don't actually know what kind of bottle. still. I don't know what kind of still these guys use, but uh, he he found out that one of like the key things is that they source their grain from like locally and like the same, so they can get like a consistent product and all that. Also, awesome. they this. Fox and Seeker, they source their grains from Texas, from the same people, so they get a consistent product and all that. And it's really good. It tastes uh, kind of, I mean, it's not as good as this other one that we got in Ireland called Pierce Lion, but it is quite good. It's like comparable, you know? Well, cool. Yeah, so it looks like he uses corn whiskey Mm -hmm. and then ends up making it into flavored gin. That's cool, yeah. Gin gin is one of the most underappreciated liquors in the u.s and it's because everybody goes to juniper with it yeah like, i was gonna say you, everybody, there's so much you can yeah. do with gin that's outside of juniper like everybody associates yeah. it with fucking tanqueray or london dry like. and they're doing that they're not doing like like the one i got is uh meridian and it was yeah. i don't know anyway, prime? I was, was it prime 
I would say it's really good. You should try it. And it's called Fox and Seeker. And it's like less than 30 bucks for a bottle still. Well, I'm glad that you took a chance. You went to that little hole-in-wall liquor store, Total Wine yeah. more. Gave it a shot, you know? Gave it a shot. You really stepped like out on a limb. Help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They had just when, taken over a former fucking circuit city and uh they looked like they were struggling. What with the line of people waiting outside. Is it uh when you went in and Fox and Seeker was your first tasting, right? Mm-hmm. So you take the corner, owner's there pouring you some gin, right? He goes, Hey, we're Fox and Seeker. Do you then go, Seeker damn near killed her? Good no, question. Never. Good question. He didn't say it like that. <laughs> He's like, oh, welcome to your old fox and taker. We're a party agenda this evening. Oh, what can I do you for? Like, Jesus Christ, sir. Did you calm down? And if you ever find this gin. Male mother-in-law. It is extremely delicious. It's okay. the best gin I've ever had. I haven't had a lot of gin, but I promise you. <laughs> it's the best of the three gins I've had. Love the fuck out of this gin. I, I guarantee it. And oh, Billy, you can order that online. I had Bombay really? Sapphire, and then I had that. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-nine ninety-nine right. from uh, something oh, called here. Wooden Cork. Real quick, let's, let's not knock. Bombay Sapphire because that shit is delicious. That's no, great. Bom- Bombay's good. Gin hot toddy. A gin yeah. toddy. Ooh. I like. Ooh. <laughs> I like Bombay. It's it, uh, Hendrix. Nah. Sometimes too. I like. I like the floral bits of Hendrix. Uh, have we talked about Bramble from Bombay? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Y'all, it's <laughs> fucking delicious. Do a little bramble, little uh. Saint Germain and some uh, nice tonic water or um, elderflower tonic water. Okay, tell me what what do you mean by nice tonic water? Uh, Like, I don't know, fucking the little bottles of shit that's not Canada dry. You know, the fever tree. Fever tree. tree. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, those are good, huh? Yeah. Fever tree elderflower tonic it, in the fridge right yeah. now. That shit is delicious. Uh, like baby cans. Just the right size for a drink and everything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what's hilarious is my six year old daughter really likes seltzer and like flavored seltzer water, like all oh, kinds. Okay. She's a woman of the 21st century. She is <laughs> very sophisticated. <laughs> However, she was like, I opened up uh, the fever tree. I think it was, I think it was the elderflower. Um, and I had a little left after making my bramble, uh, bramble and Saint Germain, and poured her a little in a glass. And she smelled it. She goes, "Oh, it smells like your beer burps, Dad." I go, "Oh, <laughs> god damn it! Like what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> oh, that is cutting." Yeah, I was like, I had to go sit down for a while. I was like, hey, "Fuck." I don't know. I had beer burps. Yeah, <laughs> like crying. <laughs> Are you okay, Dad? I got something in my eye. Okay, leave me be. What anyway. about you, Frank? I don't think uh, food stamps cover fever tree. Oh, oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, no, so. <clears throat> What I was going to transition to, right, is, um, you know how, like, on your credit report, you have to leave certain accounts open, even though you don't use them, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if you close, yeah, if you close your oldest 
credit card account, it negatively impacts your score. So I've got this credit card that I've had since high school. Or not high school, I guess year after high school since I was 18. And <clears throat> this card, somehow, someone tried to purchase. And obviously, it's a test purchase, right? So they always try to do something that's kind of small and, you know, that you won't notice. Um, because if you if it works and you are actively using the card, then they can go buy in quick succession like ten thousand dollars worth of shit and just be out, you know, just destroy the card and whatever. <clears throat> so they tried to do two test purchases at GoDaddy. I'm not sure what they were trying to buy, um, but for four ninety nine a piece, and it didn't go through. And this is a card that I never use, right? So this lady calls, and you know, I just ignore it because it, it was it was a call from an eight hundred number, and so much of that shit now is scams. I just yeah, like to leave a message. It's important. Just leave a message. <clears throat> so then, they leave a message, and this company's just one second. This company's like automated messenger. I, I don't know. It, it sounded like a scam as well. So I go, okay, but I do have a card there. Let me just call back to see. And I'm not giving them any information, right? Like I'm just calling back at this number. So I, I call back and eventually I do confirm that this is actually like the bank. that. It, so if you were in college back in our day, there was this bank, there still is this bank. I don't know if they still solicit college students, but First Financial Bank USA would like send you shit <clears throat> to get you to open up a credit card. And me knowing how important credit was, I just started using that for like, you know, filling up my gas tank and then paying it off and shit. So in any case, <clears throat> you know, I have this card, haven't used it in fucking at least 10 years and confirm that it's the bank. And the bank still sounds exactly as antiquated as when I opened up that goddamn credit card. So lady starts going through everything. And she's like, can you confirm the last three purchases you made on the card? <laughs> and I go, ma'am, honestly, if you see anything over the last 10 years, besides your like $15 a year membership fee that you waive every single time when I threaten to, you know, cancel the card, um, I'd be surprised. And she goes, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I was like, okay. Um, so then, then she goes, and you're sure you didn't make these $4.99 purchases at GoDaddy? And I go, ma'am, I did not buy anything at GoDaddy. That's why you called me. Like, I haven't used this card in you know, you and years. You GoDaddy purchases, Frank, trying to <laughs> evade paying for them constantly. <laughs> yeah, okay. we've heard your stories about the toll booths. We know this yeah. is your oh, MO. That, <laughs> uh, that was out of desperation. So that lady then, she goes... All right, sir. Well, uh, as I'm just constantly like, I don't use this card. The only reason I have it is for my credit, et cetera, et cetera. She goes, well, we thank you for being a loyal customer. And as a result of your call today, we're going to cancel this card and we'll send you a new one. It'll arrive in two to three days via UPS. God damn it. <laughs> back in my mind, what I wanted to say that I didn't have the heart to say because she was nice. But if, if anybody was rude, I'd be like, you can send that thing via the fucking Wells Fargo wagon. And I wouldn't care like i just that thing could get lost in the mail for three years and i wouldn't notice like 
So do, do you not do you not remember the conversation that we just had? Like, are you yeah. what is are you how dense are you right now? Okay, I feel like you could close this account at this point and lose like a point on your credit, and then yeah. immediately get it back. So so the 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 only problem I have is okay on your credit report when you pay off loans it also hits it doesn't improve your score and that's that part sucks so i just paid off a bunch of student loans um to where i don't have student loans anymore and that lowered my score like 30 points so are you dead didn't improve your score even though you have less debt now nope credit score is a fucking sham dude like it is straight up it's as old as us Yep. Yeah, I That's was kind of blown away when I learned that. Yeah, recently learned that. Yep. That is such a fucking joke, dude. Yep. It has nothing so, about your ability to pay for things. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It actually just gives you a, a debtor score, to be frank. Like it doesn't it doesn't right. it doesn't prove much about risk. It's just ability to pay what they say that they take out. Like willingness to take on debt, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And how often they revolve accounts. So in any case, long story short, um, the lady was nice. I didn't need the card. But I am so sick of people who steal credit card numbers and play that system to, you know, illegally purchase goods that they then go and dump on fucking Craigslist. Like, And the credit card companies just keep paying for the shit because obviously – why would you stick your consumer with it? And it's it's a you know a minor inconvenience <clears throat> to you in terms of transaction volumes, but just scum of the earth. Like I, I you're in some cases you are stealing from people, right? Um, just go walk into a Walmart and fucking walk out with five TVs and see what happens. They won't chase you, like. I mean, just save us all the fucking burden of going through the fraud protection hotlines. And some people, you know, they have the one credit card and now it got heisted. Now they don't have an ability to fucking buy groceries this week and shit. Like, just scum, scum human beings. I was sitting in Edmund Lowe one, uh, one fine fall evening. No, I don't know. I was busy studying for a freaking test like you have to do in college. And, uh, Twitter. I, it's just like my cards, my my checking account starts getting overdrawn and shit in like California, you know, and it's like a low, it's Stillwater National Bank, super local bank. Mm-hmm. Like, how the hell did you not re- like? I didn't just go to California overnight. I, I, I was just literally at the fucking Whataburger yeah. on yeah. Main Street. You and saw a charge fifty bucks at Target, like. You don't see me making, you know, as a co- broke ass college student, you don't see me making $150 no. purchases at Target. It's pretty obvious. Unless I'm turning tricks, this isn't me. They're there so is. dumb about it. They don't Unless even. Unless checks being cashed, but that's seen. Yeah, right. Unless yeah. it's the red. Maxine. No, so <laughs> I think the detection has gotten a little smarter, obviously, um, with kind of, you know, machine learning and whatnot. But I, th- I think. It's still to the point where if a four ninety nine charge from GoDaddy that gets declined, right? I didn't get a text message. I didn't get an email. I got a fucking phone call from some like bullshit one eight hundred number, an automated message that sounded terrible. Like 
you you do realize we're getting educated on what a proper you know interaction with a business is and you guys just broke like 70 of the 50 laws that we learned mm-hmm. um some multiple ways because you you end up just instilling no confidence so yeah to your point as soon as i have you know confidence that it's not going to be a big ding well i might just do it now because i just bought my car but um i'm just going to close that account because it that can that i'm pretty sure still to this day the interest rate is as predatory as you can get. It's like 34 some odd percent. Nice. It's loan shark it's a, level. It's a college, it's a college credit it's, card, right? It's like the amount I've of never your, used. Listen, if the annual percentage rate is equal to the amount of pepperoni increases on your little Caesars, it is not a good rate. You need to, yeah. you need to get out. You, you brought that out. full pizza. Yeah. You bought <laughs> sons bitch. You know what's insane too? You can have like a, a deep like a good credit score let's say good you're gonna say deep crust <laughs> yeah a deep crust credit score now uh, you can have like a good credit score and you're still not gonna get a good credit card rate like no no the, credit the cards rate on the fucking card doesn't change at all dependent on how good your credit is it's well the whatever you're the, the type of card that you get qualified for can change Right, um, and, that, and that that might change the rate. That'll change the rate, but um, some of that, it, it, again, some of that's more dependent on how much money you make than the actual right. You know, credit score that you possess. Not to mention, like some people just don't go out for like a better credit card. You know, like you have a credit card and that's the one you use, and yep. maybe but, one day you're like, ah, some miles be nice, so I'll get like a, a miles card or like whatever. But credit cards. I mean, as 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 long as people like understand they are unsecured loans that you can go essentially call on on any given day, and you understand that the credit card company can they can't come take shit from you, you know, if you can't pay it back. Yeah. So that's why you're paying that interest rate and default on a credit card one time. Good luck. <laughs> You'll never get another credit card. But it's also. Um, you don't need to default on a credit card ever, really. No, you don't. But you some really people get so out. deep into it that it ends up being, you know, pretty much a default. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I, I sure as hell hope that the next, well, my kids, your kids, I think that's going to be one of the primary sort of lessons when it comes to allowances and shit. It's like, I'll teach them how to use a credit card because I can just front an allowance, right? Like if you want to if you want to pay for this, that'll give you a hundred dollars this week. But you know you got to do your chores, and every week that you don't do your chores, the hundred dollars goes up by two bucks or something. You know, just like you have to in some capacity teach them how a line of credit works, while you know it has no impact on them long term. Versus, you know. When they're older and they can take out ten grand and they don't understand how that balloons to fifteen and like, you know, yeah, a year and a half. So, well, and hopefully you can put them in a position where they don't have to rely on a credit card. To oh, I could put them in a position where they don't have to rely on a credit card. But how else would they learn, Willem? How else would they learn? Not that's yeah. not. I don't mean like based on Frank's plan, but no, I know. I'm, you know, like you go off to college if 
your parents can afford to like help I mean, you with rent and stuff, that's a lot bigger than like a hundred percent. You know, yeah. yeah. But think, think, think about when we went to that first, uh, like, what do they call it? The the whorehouse. No, the nights on the lawn on library oh, lawn. Oh, uh, city lights or town. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lights something on, like that. Lights on Stillwater. Yeah. Lights on Stillwater, and it's all just businesses coming to advertise. Mm-hmm. And think about how many, like, lending schemes were advertising there, yeah. right? Like, you could go get a student loan. There was people advertising for private student loans. There were people advertising for credit cards. There, it's like someone advertising for student auto loans and all this shit. But that's like ninety percent of the shit there was just loans that you could go take out. Um, and I mean, some people. That's what they did. I, I don't know. I luckily I had some passion in finance before I went through that because I can very easily see how people just ran up Bursar accounts and really learned a very tough lesson. Uh, yeah, I knew uh, a girl who did not understand that the Mac store that was in the student union. Um. You know, would charge to her bursar, and she would have to pay that back eventually. So, and when I say Mac, I mean both the Apple Store and the like makeup company. Uh, Homegirl ran up like twelve thousand dollars worth of fucking purchases. Okay, so what did she think it was though? Like, well, oh no, the question is what what happened to her. Go ahead and ask me that question. What, I am what, curious what, what, what happened to her, but I would also no no like no no, no, no. It's just, just ask what happened to her next. What happened to her next? She got pregnant, and then uh, she dropped out of school and had to pay back all her student loans and yeah. her bursar account. But I, I mean, how? I guess that's the. Joke. How do you walk into a store and go? Don't I'm about know. to get a Mac, and I'm not gonna have to pay for it, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's that's yeah, wait till you hear. Wait till you learn about this scheme. <laughs> Suckers, like these <laughs> fucking idiots, fucking yeah. mouth breathing uh, morons. Watch this. I'll tell you, those variable rate uh, private student loans oof, suck a bag of balls, man. Motherfuckers, dude. Yeah, they, they, I luckily refinanced mine before I really got. Uh, I made money. Mrs. Brian refinance hers two years ago because of that yeah. shit. Like her loan, difference. her loan got sold to was that really shitty one? Naviant. Naviant, yeah. That's who that hers got. Always, it's Navient. Navient. It's Navient. Uh, Navient. And that's how you know that you're getting you're getting raped by your student loan if it comes from the Navient region of the United States. Otherwise, it's just fucking oh, loan that? sharkery. Well, actually, otherwise, Evi- sparkling e- sofi. <laughs> sparkling sofi. Hey, sofi. Pretty legit, man. This they are good. SoFi is legit. Yeah, Prosper is legit too, but that's different. No, I was gonna say um, a few people know the history of Navion. Um, <laughs> Thank you for pronouncing. Yeah, they were split, or they came from a split, right? Well, no, not just that. The um, it's very similar to the Pint House Brewery and Pint House Pizza concept. <laughs> what? Evi- <laughs> Evi- Evian Water ah, actually got to start a. <laughs> Side lending business called Navion. Navion. Oh God! And uh, they decided probably it is better off splitting it into a different LLC. The one <laughs> just steals fucking water; the other one steals your money. 
I thought you were being serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lost me at very similar to the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so you're drinking frankly organic vodka. Which flavor? Are you just drinking it straight? Grapefruit. grapefruit now with with fever tree. Elder uh, flower tonic. Nice. It's really good too. Living our best good? life. Yeah, I got this little sampler. So you saw it. Another Frank. thing he got sold on. Yeah, this is the other. Dude, did Total just rake you over the coals when you went in there? Did it blow your mind and your wallet? Non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, and I spent like my beer, the gin, this thing. I ended up spending like 70 bucks. Oh, welcome. Did you sign up for their rewards program? Because next thing you know, you'll be hitting the fucking top tier of the rewards program and feeling really good about yourself and then realizing I've that means I've spent $2,500 at fucking Total Wine this year. It brings me pleasure when they ask me and I go, no, I don't live here. Because, <laughs> like, that's the most, like, end of the conversation. You just tell them, you're not my daddy. And you just walk <laughs> off. That's my purse. I don't know you. I don't know. That's my <laughs> I don't know you. Oh, fuck. I probably have a Troy will like that one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's for Troy. That's for the Troy's. So, there. I got a little sampler. And they're, like, the size... The bottles are like what you would get on the airline, you know, uh, of of various different flavors that they have. And how many was it? Five or six of them? There's six. six of them, and it was nine ninety nine. It's a pretty good deal. Nine dollars? They sell that shit online for fifteen. Damn. Hey, yeah, that's why total is that little hole in the wall. That's your <laughs> that neighborhood. Your wall. neighborhood the wall really wrestles their prices down. Neighborhood gin joint, total wine and more. <laughs> I went to this hole in the wall. <laughs> you probably never heard of it. I like also, I've told him the name of it like at least three separate times now. That's true. He's like, nah, it's like, um, it's like something about, it's I think it's Costco, gin and, I think place. it's gin and more. That's what it's called. It's called gin and, gin and shit. That's what it, gin and stuff. <laughs> you guys it. have so many big liquor chains. Fuck. <laughs> like, no, we don't. We just literally wild, have the one. Liquor. No, all those are twin liquor is literally just in Austin and maybe party. I mean, Houston. The, 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 the twin liquor was probably even bigger. Than yeah, but specs now, like anytime you see so a specs, twin cities, I don't know. Twin city, <laughs> twin cities liquor. Like what? Where did that? <laughs> well, you know, the, the Minneapolis, uh, Texas that you have, uh, right across the river from that is. Not St. Paul. Paul That's not. It's not St. Paul. That's what they want you to think. It's what Big Pharma wants you to think. It's actually. I don't fucking know. I don't know where I was going with it. But here's 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 where I'm going with it. Here's my bitch fest for the evening. Okay, I. It's rare that Brian has a grinds my gears because I'm usually pretty easy going while the podcast is rolling. Okay, um, <clears throat> I got a problem with a local. Uh, dispensary of liquors and beers, not liquors, beers. So y'all have heard me talk about the Bearded Monk several times located in Denton, Texas. Okay. Mm -hmm. I had probably one of the worst beers I've had, period. Not like, you know, from a brewery, but period. I'm drinking it currently. Uh, I bought a four pack of this beer. I'm not going to name the brewery who made it because I know that if they knew this was out on the market, they'd pull it themselves. Um, I bought this from the Bearded Monk before Christmas. This was my Christmas beer. Had it on Christmas Day um, with the meal that I cooked for my wife's entire fucking family. And I'm like feeling good about myself 
Everybody's enjoying the food. I crack this beer open and I almost spit it out onto the table because it was that goddamn bad. Okay? This beer. Not bad. Like when I say it tastes like rotten alcohol, best way I can describe it. And like I know how to describe bad beer, right? So, bearded tastes monk. Tastes like your beer burps. Yeah, tastes like, yeah, smells and tastes like my beer burps, dude. What, what, is, what does that come from? So, ha, good question, Frank. I thought it was just the brewery made a bad beer. But then I heard everybody talking about how goddamn great this beer is. And I was like, that's weird. I mean, it doesn't seem, and this is from, I'm not even going to, like I said, not going to say who it's from, but it's from a brewery I think very highly of, okay, here in DFW. And <clears throat> there's not many. So you may narrow what, it down. What are you, what, what, uh, what is, beer is it? It is a barrel-aged stout, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, this brewery doesn't do barrel-aged stuff, so I was like, cool. And they don't it's do a whole like, lot of... It's not like wood. No. Um, and they don't do a whole lot of barrel-aged stuff. They don't do a whole lot of high alcohol stuff either. So I was like, this is pretty impressive. Let me go taste this out. It's 11% barrel-aged stout. And I was like, well, let me taste it. Went and picked up a four-pack from the Bearded Monk. Opened it up. Christmas Day, almost spit it out. Got pissed off. Started talking to people around the area. Everybody's like, nah, it's shit's good. Talked to one person. They're like, where'd you buy that from? And I was like, I had Bearded Monk in Denton. I go, huh, what year was it? I go, what do you mean? What year beer did you buy? And I go, I don't, I thought they only made it this year. And that's coming from me, a pretty, pretty savvy beer buyer. Thought they only made it this year. They're like, no, they made a short run last year um, that they canned quickly. Uh, and nobody really liked it because it tasted like shit. And I was like, those motherfuckers. Bearded Monk didn't put it out on the shelf until this brewery did their annual release of the new beer. Which, if you remember, back when I bought the Lakewood Lion's Share beer uh, a couple months ago, they did the exact same thing. Where I went to pick up what I thought was the new Lion's Share beer, and as I'm looking at it, I realized shit, this is a year old. Like, I've already had this beer. And for me, like, it wasn't that great in the first place, but I wanted to try this year's Lion's Share, which is, for folks at home, that's their anniversary beer at Lakewood. Um, so I was like, well, I'd have, I must have picked this up by mistake. And the dude at the Bearded Bunk was like, yeah, no, they sent us like 11 cases of that by accident. Um, so we've been sitting on a lot of it over the, like, over the last year. We've been trying to get rid of it. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I want though. I want the new one. So he's like, Oh yeah, it's on the warm shelf over here. So I picked up the new one, drank it. Wasn't very happy with it, but beside the point, it wasn't, it was, it was just a recipe issue that I didn't particularly care. about. Yeah. Wasn't actual bad. beer. Wasn't actually bad beer. <clears throat> this however is over a year old. Uh, oh, oh, mind you when the person told me, Hey, what year did you get? And like, oh, I don't know. He goes, hey, look and see if the can is wrapped. If it's wrapped, it's an old beer because this brewery started printing their cans this year. So this year's release would have been on a printed can. And sure as shit, it's wrapped. It's a wrapped beer. So this beer was canned. We're doing a little live investigation on the air. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it would have been in 2020. Okay. Sorry. The way they the way they yes. the way they wrote this, it looks like it says twenty twenty one, but it's not because it's twenty, and then the rest of the numbers are the yeah, it's Julian dated. Date. Yeah, it's what dated? Julian dated. You're funny. Okay, yeah. What 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 is it? What Julian is it? Calendar. No, that's right. It's just that you say that. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's <laughs> shit. Shit. It's six, 16, 18 months old now. 
It tastes like shit. Doesn't like I'm I'm getting ready to roast it all over you know the interwebs and uh, and to all my friends and oh, uh, two year old beer though fuck it pisses me off man like sold it to you yeah like that that doesn't go back to the brewer the brewer no. like I said if they knew that was out in the market they wouldn't they would fucking yeah. buy it to get it out of the market did they were they displaying it as if it was the new one that's the thing so the bearded monk is one of it's a very hip hip bar um like beer to go and bar like hangout that's cool yeah so they post their new beers you know hey we got this new beer in and stuff um and then they do what they did with the lion's share which is they like oh we have last year's shit let's put that in the cooler and we'll put the new shit over on the warm shelf like they haven't had the old shit in the cooler this whole time but when they release the new shit, like, oh, let's go ahead and put the old shit out too. It is very, it is not a great way to do business, especially. Probably technically false advertising, but like as close as you can get without getting your eye wet. Yes. Yeah. And like, and if you are going to be a good beer steward to uh, a community of people who fucking care about the way beer tastes and like maybe yeah. even bringing people who are not familiar with beer into the craft beer world. That is not the fucking way to do it. And it really goddamn bums me out that I have like preached their greatness to so many goddamn people. And this is now the second time that I have been, um, well, first time I've actually been taken and second time that I've gotten close, you know, the first, first time I got close, second time I got went all the way. Can you tell yeah. me more about this bearded monk place? Like, is it a single place or? Yeah. So it's a independent, like, uh, so they, they are before, before we move on, I kept trying to say something. But oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you, buddy. No. Um, what I was going to say is it sounds like that was a pretty efficient way to burn 2000 calories in a couple minutes. How so? How? Oh my God. The only quicker way would have been to put some brownies in the oven and burn those. <laughs> what? I have no. What? Are, what happened? The stouts. Do you have the a stout? Do you have a gas leak in your house right now? <laughs> Concerned the about you. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Did you? You just poured them down the drain, didn't you? Or you're actively uh, like I'm fucking? Drinking one right now. I'm drinking one right like, now. Why? No, I know. I do wonder that too. Why are you drinking? If they're it? that bad, just pull them down. I'm sorry. What show are we on right now? You should no, 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 oh, no. No beer no. left behind. No, hold on, hold on. You really on. pulled that on us. Uh-huh. If if the beer is that bad, okay, I would not. We leave. We we leave a uh, 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 dead on arrival behind. Okay. Wounded soldiers, half-drank beers. We don't leave those. Parker was drinking lukewarm. This is true. This is true. Lukewarm, like, yeah, lukewarm, like, cigarette butt PBRs. Okay, there was no cigarette butt in them. Properly made beers versus what apparently happened to this dog. Do you not remember when I drank vanilla on this podcast? I do remember that. By the way, that was still one of the greatest bits. I... Wasn't a bit real life, my friend. No, it wasn't a bit. I was suffering. Because all the only th- okay, I suffer yeah, for it, our it art. To everybody else, though, so. <laughs> it was a bit to everybody else because the only thing that was honest about that whole thing was the fact that I said 
this apparently is the thing. And then Brian had vanilla with him. <laughs> it did escalate quickly, that episode. <laughs> I guess he's doing it. Yeah, I got some like, lights chilling in the back that are old as shit that I still crack into, you know? Someone brought left. lights to the Christmas party, and it was a leftover from a party they had at their house. And, and that's God why knows still how in far there. that has gone on. For God them. knows where that came well, like, from. We're not throwing them away. They're not being yeah. left behind. No, and that's the that's the proper way to live the no beer left behind lifestyle. Unlike Frank, when he takes a steel reserve mocktail out on a walk and then pours half of it out in the yeah, duck what? pond. Like I'm not trying to fucking die on the side of the road. Die for our art. I don't understand what you people don't get about this. I also, I just want to say cooking with beer is nice. So like some beer brats, some steel reserve brats. That don't do that. Do not do that. Mocktail brats. If you if you have a gas range, absolutely do not do that. (laughs) That is a danger. (laughs) Yeah, malt liquor catch fire. No, I was kidding. It was I was more of a gasoline joke. Like gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. like. Like, like the, they say, mm-hmm. once you've seen, once you've seen one shopping center, you've seen them all. I think he does have a gas leak. <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> seen them I all. Just, seen them all. I got it. I got it. It's good. Do you though? I you I should. do. I do get it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, this beer tastes fucking terrible. I know the brewer didn't want it to taste this way. Bums me out the Bearded Monk did this. Um, to your point, Villain, your question about the Bearded Monk, learning more about it, it is a locally owned, locally operated shop that only sells independent beer. Uh, meaning just that one location right by you there. That's it, yeah. And they're right off the square in Denton. Um, they're honestly, I've, I've loved going to them. They're great people. I don't know what is what sparked them to do that with their beer, um, but bums me out because you know I don't mind going in and paying a little more to you know support the locals. I'm, I'm saying it like yeah. they do support the troops, but support the locals and um, <laughs> both sides. Yeah, God. both sides were there. There were fine people on both sides of the. <laughs> Total wine and and bearded monk aisle, because I and it's it. I mean, all jokes aside, I will go to Total Wine to buy liquor and some like bulk beer, like truly lemonade. Fucking, we'll buy a case of that and some wine and some other shit at Total, and then I'll go over to Bearded Monk and buy a, like a few four packs and way overpay for those four packs essentially. Uh, but I know that I can't get those just anywhere, and you know, they seem like good good enough people. Why not spend $22 on four fucking beers? Ha <laughs> ha, wonderful. But then I spend $24 on four or $20 on four 12 ounce beers that taste like absolute diggity dog shit because they're yeah. year old, been sitting around, thought I was buying fresh shit, and I'm not. Pisses me off. Fool me once. You're probably the person who sees a cow on the floor and think you're buying ground beef. <laughs> Ah. I hate you so nice. much. What? <laughs> so much. <laughs> so much. There's so, so much. Ra- so Ryan, uh, Brian, there's a. Did you call me Ryan? Scene. I just I went back and forth. I said Bri- Ra- Brian. Oh, Jesus Christ, just man! Give me a break. Okay. 
Um, Break me off a piece of that. No one told me. In the office where, and it's because it's Ryan who I'm thinking of in the office. Mm -hmm. Was a toast to the troops. (laughs) 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 To the troops. He goes both sides. (laughs) Yeah, he goes both sides. He goes oh. All right, we got a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm going to chug the rest of this beer because No Beer Left Behind is a thing that I believe in. Oh, it is a thing, except that you're drinking what essentially sounds like sewage. It, it is rough. This is not the song I wanted. I have that. That's propane drip, which is good, but not what I wanted. There we go. Okay. Uh, thank you once again. Uh, as we wrap this evening, uh, thank you for joining us on this episode and every episode of No Beer Left Behind. Uh, don't forget to tell a friend about the wonderfulness that you've experienced on this episode. Um, please leave us a, a, a rating on your favorite podcast app, as long as it's iTunes podcasts or uh, uh, Spotify, because those are the only two that I know that you can rate us on. But uh, five stars only, please. Anyway, uh, if you like our content, you might check out our social media pages um, over on Instagram where it's basically just turned into watches and cigars. I apologize. Uh, but at no beer left cast over on Instagram at no beer left cast on Twitter, where you will find Frank teetering on the edge of being banned for 24 hours at a time at NBLB beer at NBLB beer on Twitter, where you'll see me lurking, liking and retweeting random shit throughout the days. Uh, we have a Facebook page. It does exist. We do have a Gmail account at no beer left cast at no beer left behind cast at gmail.com. Okay. Um, that's it for me and, uh, for Brian in North Texas until next time I am out. For Willem in Tulsa. Thank you for listening. Uh, hashtag support local and Slava Ukraine. Uh, for Frank, just remember that Gmail account is very, very akin to the Wells Fargo wagon. So um, we haven't opened it in a while. I'm out. Beep.